Amen, I like it. Um, so we have some anniversaries before we do our meet and greet. We just want to say congratulations uh, to Ken and Serge Kelly. Uh, happy anniversary. We also want to say happy anniversary to Abel and Gabby Garcia. We want to say happy anniversary to David and Karen Witherow. So Karen, I know you're here for service right now. May I ask, how many years have you and David been married? Wow, wow. Can we give her a hand? Amen. Travis and Amber, I believe they'll be here second service. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. And uh, Stephan and Angie Lord, happy anniversary. Let's all stand to our feet. Uh, now that we've all been seated, let's get that Nazarene workout. Amen. Who needs a gym when you got home church? Can somebody say amen? amen. Greet your neighbor. Say hello. Welcome someone. Thank you. Amen. Let's all find our seats. Welcome to Home Church. We are so happy you have joined us this morning in person or online. Uh, but before we get started, we want to take a few moments. Um, we have a video that we want to show you. Um, so let's get the lights. Let's get that video. fought for, and the flag you stood for, for the country we cherish, and the people we love. 
for the bravery you showed and the fortitude you held, for the days of dedication and the nights of devotion, for the miles you walked and the skills you learned, for the months of training and the years of service, for the memories you carry of the battles you saw, for the legacy of your courage and the honor you deserve. When our nation needed you most, you answered the call. A deep and unshakable sense of allegiance and responsibility. You were bold, you did not hesitate, and you did not walk away. You were gone for holidays and anniversaries and birthdays, because while we were living in peace and freedom, you were fighting for it. Thank you is not enough. We can't repay you, but we will promise to remember. You are the reason we can sing the land of the free and the home of the brave. You are the heroes among us. You are not forgotten. You are the veterans. sacrifice and we thank you today so if, if, if we may uh, if you're a veteran if you have served our country can you please stand Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. So for our veterans today, Home Church wants to say thank you. Uh, we appreciate your years of service. And uh, today, uh, the kids want to bless you with a, uh, a free coffee and a cinnamon roll. Amen. And that's the least, least we could do to say thank you. Um, amen. I'd like to live, uh, welcome Linda Sutherland this morning. Let's give her a hand as she comes up and takes the stage. who know me, my name is Linda Sutherland, and for those who don't know me but are going to soon learn to know me, my name is still Linda Sutherland. <laughs> um, I just wanted to let you know that um, I have stepped in to the Love and Compassion Ministries, and the first thing that I want to do this morning is to thank Janet Lathrop, and if you don't mind standing. thank her for all the work she did previously, and I also want to thank her for the love and the help that she's 
and support that she's given to me. Okay, I have to cheat and look at my paper. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I will be reaching out to all those who helped her in the past. Um, I will either be calling you on the phone or you can seek me out. I will be at the welcome desk um, after service and second service and after second service today. So if you wanted to come and visit me, that would be awesome also. And then the other thing I wanted to say, and we've already, you've already been informed about this, is that we are continuing to do the Thanksgiving uh, boxes this year. And if the Lord lays on your heart to give a monetary donation, it would be greatly appreciated, and I'd like to thank you in advance. And I'd like to thank the pastor for giving me the encouragement to do the standing up, because it's not my thing. <laughs> and I want to also end by saying I hope you all have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you. Thank you so very much, Linda. Again, if you're watching online uh, with us this morning, we're so glad to have you. Um, and uh, Linda could use your help uh, this morning. Um, I'd like to welcome, please give a hand to Mark Butler as he comes down right now. Mark Butler, make your way. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, no, Mark, you're not preaching. Uh, yeah, I know that's what I said. Uh, but it's okay. We want... Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, we have this amazing gate that's been protecting our church, one of the entrances, and uh, for something like this to go up, I mean, you're talking thousands and thousands of dollars when you go through the professionals, but here at Herald Church, we have professionals who not only, yes, who um, not only uh, can do the work, but love what they're doing because they're doing it for home church, and they're doing it for God. And they're doing it for us. And so I know Mark had other people helping him, and um, I'll thank him another day. But right now, um, each person I talked to said, Mark is the one who put this on. So this is from Home Church. Mark, it's a card with a little gift for you and your family. We want to say thank you. Amen. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Give him a hand. Amen. All right. Well, we have some announcements. Uh, there are welcome cards. If you're new here this morning. Um, go ahead and fill out a welcome card if you're visiting with us, if you have any um, interest in serving in ministry. Um, there was an amazing message preached by this young man uh, who preached at this high school. And he talked about how, yes, he, talk, he talked about how the, the, the harvest is plenty, but the labors are few. And uh, I'm, I'm preaching to a church right here who's very faithful. As I look out, many of you uh, know what I'm talking about. And so um, if you're new and you'd like to get involved, please write your name down and uh, put that in the box over here in the back. Celebration Sunday is November 20th. Yes, uh, we will be having one service at 10 a.m. Uh, we'll be taking in new members, doing baptisms. And I really want to stress this right here, baptism. If you want to get baptized or you say, Pastor, I'd like to be rebaptized. Maybe you got baptized when you're eight years old, maybe 12 years, maybe last year and you uh, have fallen away. And you want to rededicate your life to Christ, you want to be rebaptized, you can also do that as well. Please call the office, um, talk to uh, Jeannie or myself, and I would be, and it'd be an honor for us to be a part of that with you. New membership class also November 13th after second service. Uh, so not this, not today, but next week we'll be having membership class. And so far, church, I got some exciting news. We're already up to like 10 people who want to join the church. <laughs> Amen. 
and it's it's a blessing. You know, these are people who say, you know, I want this to be my church. I I wanna I wanna be here. I wanna serve. My heart's here, and I would like you to be my pastor. It's a blessing and an honor. So we'll be lunch will be provided. Please sign up at the welcome counter if you have not for next week uh, membership class. Women's ministry uh, is going to be doing a pie sale. And I, yes, and I don't know about you, but I love pies. I love me a good pecan pie. Matter of fact, I like all pies. Okay, I'll just be honest. So if you, um, and I, I know Miss Laura was in the back and she was like, Pastor, we, we need some more pies. And to my surprise, pecan pie needed like three more. So ladies or whoever, if you know how to make a pecan pie, pe- please sign up and make a pecan pie for your pastor. Amen. And I'll buy it, okay? I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Amen. The NMI, uh, which is the Nazarene uh, Missions Council, is collecting uh, non-perishable uh, food to give to those in need of our community throughout the month of November. Can somebody say amen? amen. That's an amazing thing. Please place donations in the missions trunk. Y'all know where that's at? The missions trunk. Uh, you, you just go out these doors right here and make a left. When you see the missions wall with all those beautiful countries right there, uh, just look down to your left and you'll see the missions trunk right there. Okay. Uh, last but not least, home church will be putting on a Christmas play. And uh, I'm very excited. Uh, uh, Christmas play sign-up sheet is at the welcome counter. If you'd like to sign up, this is the last uh, day to sign up. Um, This is going to be called the Polar Express, a ticket home. Amen. Amen. And so... um, very excited to see what God's going to do uh, through through this through the, chi- the through through our kids here at home church. This is going to be a kids play, but the kids. How many know the kids need some some guidance, and uh, they're going to need some help. So if you're an adult and you'd like to be a part of it and help out um, teenager, please uh, be here and uh, help us out with this. Our first practice is today. We'll kind of just be going over what um, uh, is going to be. Uh, shown and uh, so if you're not involved in the play we would ask you step out if you're going to be involved in the play come in and be here there's going to be a small lunch will be provided um, after second service and so so we're going to enter our time of giving and worship let's all stand to our feet this morning church I just want to say thank you thank you thank you for your faithfulness uh, your, your tithes and offerings Um, It means a lot to us, but most importantly, we're honoring God. And uh, and God is, um, and I've already had, I wish I had time this morning to go through to let you hear some of the testimonies. How many of you know our God, he says, test me, and he keeps his promises. He keeps his promises. And um, I I wish we had time right now this morning to, to, to talk about some of the testimonies I've been hearing personally about God moving already. But how many of you know there's also an enemy who also does what he does to try to get us to doubt God? And so again this morning, have faith in God. God loves a cheerful giver. And so please give this morning. Um, obey his command. Let's all bow our heads as our worship team comes, our choir this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful morning, this beautiful day that you have made. Lord, my spirit, my heart, I'm rejoicing, and I'm glad in it, God. Dear Heavenly Father, I I would ask, Lord, as we worship you with song, uh, 
as we worship you with our lips, maybe with our hands, maybe uh, our, our voices. Lord, not only will you accept that this morning, but God, I pray that you would also accept the gift we're about to give with our finances, with our hard-earned money, the cash that's in our pocket, the check, God, that we're about to sign, maybe the, the amount we're about to put online. Lord, I pray you bless the gift and the giver this morning. We rebuke Satan and all the lies from hell that want to come against your people. Uh, cast out the spirit of covetousness, spirit of greed and mammon. We break it in Jesus' name. Lord, this morning we trust in you, and I pray you just bless this offering as we receive it this morning. In Jesus' precious name, and all God's children said, amen. Amen. Let's worship this morning.
Fix our eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12, verse 2.
Thank you, choir. Give him one more hand. Father in heaven, how grateful we are that we can look to you. We look into your wonderful face and see you smiling down upon us, and we thank you for that. Thank you for your mercy, for your grace, for your love, for salvation and justification and sanctification too. Lord, you are wonderful and we are so grateful that you are here this morning. We plead the blood of Christ over everyone here and all of those who are watching online. And thank you that we can do that. And Lord, as we look to your wonderful cross, we think about all of the things in the world that are going on that are evil. Protect us from the evil one. And as the Bible declares, you are greater in us than the evil one is. And so we pray for that. And Lord, this morning we are so grateful to have Pastor Pepe to be with us. We pray that as he delivers the message that people will have a heart to respond to you, Lord Jesus. And we ask that you would be with Juan Barajas as he translates it into another language. You created all these languages, Lord, and so help us to hear with ours. We pray a blessing upon Pastor Pepe. And now, Lord, hear the word from our pastor. Amen. Let's sing out that chorus one more time. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Give our choir a hand this morning, amen. Amen. So before our brothers come up, um, I wanted to uh, introduce them real quick. Um, and uh, if you're new with us this morning, we have a uh, Spanish ministry. Our brother, Pastor Pepe, has been here for quite some time. His wonderful wife, Nora, um, who is his support. And he has family in Bolivia and all over the world and i'm hoping they're joining in with us this morning so can we say hello to them this morning good morning yes and um our brother mr juan um who yes yeah give it up yeah yes um who's not only just a, an amazing man of god an amazing father an amazing brother and um he's 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 faithful him and his family we we just love and uh, so i'm so excited can we please give our brothers a hand this morning as they take the stage, amen. Eh, gracias por estar aquí, a mi compañero de, de predica y a todos los veteranos. Les doy mi afecto y gracias por servir al país. Él ha estado en Bosnia, 
sirviendo al país. Un aplauso para ustedes, los veteranos. Thank you uh, for being here today and thank you for the veterans who served. I want to thank me because uh, I, I served, I did three years in the military and I, uh, I did a tour in Bosnia. Hermanos, familia Nazarena, es una alegría estar nuevamente en familia. Los considero mi familia, mi lenguaje es otro, el de ustedes es el otro, pero tenemos un solo Dios que entiende todos los lenguajes. Nazarene family, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys today. I have a different language, but you know what? God knows all the languages. En esta mañana vamos a meditar sobre lo que el Señor nos tiene en su palabra, leyendo el libro de Efesios, capítulo 4, versículos del 11 al 16. Today we're going to meditate on God's word. We're going to go over uh, the book of Ephesians, uh, chapter 4, verse 11 through 16. Y la palabra dice así. Y él mismo constituyó a unos apóstoles, a otros profetas, a otros evangelistas, a otros pastores y maestros, a fin de perfeccionar a los santos para la obra del ministerio para la edificación del cuerpo de Cristo. So I'll be reading from the King's uh, James Version, uh, verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. El versículo 13 dice, hasta que todos lleguemos a la unidad de la fe y del conocimiento del Hijo de Dios, a un varón, varón perfecto, a la medida de la estatura de la plenitud de Cristo, para que ya no seamos niños fluctuantes llevados por doquier de todo viento de doctrina, por estratagema de hombres para engañar, emplean con astucia las artimañas del error. Uh, verse 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto the perfect man, unto the measures, measures of the statures of the fullness of Christ. Then he henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Sino que, siguiendo la verdad en amor, crezcamos en todo en aquel que es la cabeza, esto es Cristo, de quien todo el cuerpo, bien concertado y unido entre sí por todas las coyunturas que se ayudan mutuamente, según la actividad propia de cada miembro, recibe su crecimiento para edificar en amor. Verse, verse 15, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body filled, fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the, unto the edifying of itself in love. Eh, en el Sermón del Monte, Jesús hizo una declaración impactante. En el Sermón del Monte, Jesús hizo una statement. Dijo, sean perfectos como vuestro Padre que está en el cielo es perfecto. He said, be perfect like the Father in heaven is perfect. 
Esta, esta declaración es una simple frase, nos declara cuál es la voluntad de Dios para el hombre. This is a simple phrase, and it, it tells us, it declares what God wants for mankind. Dios quiere que seamos perfectos. God wants us to be perfect. La perfección de los santos, entonces, es el plan de redención del mundo. The perfection of the saint is, is then part of God's redemption plan. ¿De qué estamos hablando cuando hablamos de perfección de los santos? Voy a hacer algunas uh, distinciones, uh, uh, unas distinciones doctrinales antes de comenzar. So Existen tres tipos de perfección de las, cal, de las cuales la Biblia habla. La primera es perfección posicional. The first one is positional perfection. Quiere decir esto que somos perfectos en Cristo delante de Dios. This means that we are perfect in Christ before God. Quiere decir esto que cuando tú crees en Cristo y le recibes como tu Salvador, cuando tú lo recibes posicionalmente delante de Dios, por medio de la salvación te haces perfecto a la vista de Dios. Eres perfecto en Cristo. So this means it's like when you believe in God and when you come to accept him as Lord and Savior, it's like you take that position of perfection. En Colosenses 2:10 la escritura dice, "Y vosotros estáis completos en él." Colossians, two, Colossians uh, chapter 2 verse 10, verse Chapter 2, verse 10. And you are complete in him. En Hebreos 10, 14, dice el escritor, porque con una sola ofrenda hizo perfectos para siempre a los santificados. En Hebreos 10, 14, it says, for by one sacrifice he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Así que desde el punto de vista posicional, esta es la forma en que en la que nos ve Dios cuando el pecado es pagado y redimido. So, so from a positional point of view, that is the way God sees us when the sin is paid for and removed. Cuando el pecado ha sido una barrera entre nosotros y Dios, en Cristo nosotros hemos, somos hechos perfectos. That barrier between God and us is removed, and now we're made perfect in Christ. Ahora el segundo tipo es la perfección final. The second type is the final perfection. Es algo que nosotros no hemos experimentado, no hemos experimentado, pero lo vamos a experimentar en el futuro. This is something that we have not experimented yet, but we will in the future. El autor de Hebreos dice se refiere a los santos que han sido ya llevados al cielo. In uh, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 23 refers to the saints who have already been taken up into heaven. Entonces tenemos la perfección posicional, la cual es nuestra ahora. No tenemos por, por qué preocuparnos de ella. Ya fue hecha. So we have the positional perfection, which is ours now. We don't have to worry about it. It's already been done. Y esta es la posición, la, la perfección final, eh, la cual será nuestra en un futuro, como dije, ante la cual no podemos hacer nada hasta que salgamos de este mundo. So, and there is the final perfection, which will be ours, 
Ahora bien, como les decía, hay tres, tres posiciones. La tercera, la tercera perfección es experimental. The third, uh, the third area of perfection is uh, experimental perfection. Aquí, está donde, aquí es donde está la vida práctica del creyente. La vida práctica del día a día. So this is where the believer's day-to-day -day, uh, practical life starts. Es, es, es el proceso que necesitamos trabajar en esta perfección experimental. And this is where we as Christians need to work on. And this, uh, experimental perfection. Este es el punto de nuestra vida cristiana. And this is the point of our Christian life. Ser perfectos en la práctica. Be perfect in practice. Ahora noten ustedes el versículo 12 lo que decía, la razón por qué hay evangelistas, pastores, maestros, así como apóstoles y profetas, es para perfeccionar a los santos. Now, we go back to verse 12, it says, the reason why there are evangelists, Evangelists, pastors, teachers, and apostles is to perfect the saints. Estos hombres no pueden hacerte perfecto finalmente a ti. These men cannot make you perfect. Solo Dios lo puede hacer. Only God can make you perfect. Pero somos llamados a llevar a los santos a la perfección práctica. But we are called to lead the saints to the kind of practical, uh, to, uh, practical perfection. La, la palabra perfec perfección nos llama la atención y esto puede significar que perfecto es estar completamente equipado, que ha crecido, que está maduro, que al final está totalmente completo. So the word perfection deserves our attention. Okay? It, can, it can mean fully equipped, uh, mature, or uh, complete in Christ. Dios no está demandando de nosotros, no nos está pidiendo una perfección sin pecado, no. God is not demanding from us a sinless perfection. Sino nos está pidiendo que estemos completamente equipados. But he is asking us to be fully equipped. Completamente crecidos. Fully grown. Maduros. Mature. Cristianos completos. Complete Christians. Igual a Cristo, tanto como sea posible cuando estamos en este mundo. Es esta la razón porque en 2 de Corintios 7 nos dice Pablo, limpiémonos de toda contaminación de carne y de espíritu, perfeccionando la santidad en el temor de Dios. In 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 7 verse 1 Paul says let us purify our let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Dios usa muchas cosas para hacer de nosotros perfectos. Usa muchas cosas. God uses a lot of things to make us perfect. Unas de las que usa desde luego es el Espíritu Santo. One of the things that he uses is the Holy Spirit. La persona divina de la Trinidad que está involucrada en madurar a los santos. The divine person of the Trinity whose job is to mature the saints. Otra cosa que Dios hace para hacerte madurar en la vida es que te da pruebas. Another thing that God does to mature you in life is that you're going to go through trials. En Santiago 1, capítulo 1, 
nos dice, hermanos míos, tened por sumo gozo cuando os halléis en diversas pruebas, sabiendo que la prueba de vuestra, la, la prueba de vuestra fe produce paciencia. Mas tengan la paciencia su obra completa para que seáis perfectos y cabales sin que os falte cosa alguna. In James chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 it says, My brother, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patient. But let patience have perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. Las pruebas y los sufrimientos nos hacen madurar, hermanos. God's trials and suffering helps us to, to mature. La palabra de Dios, la palabra de Dios es el agente para la perfección. The word of God is the agent for perfection. Veamos el, el pasaje en 2 de Timoteo capítulo 3. Toda escritura es inspirada por Dios y útil para enseñar, para redarguir, para corregir, para instruir en justicia, a fin de que el hombre de Dios sea perfecto, enteramente preparado para toda buena obra. In uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 to 17 it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. El Espíritu Santo está trabajando para hacerte madurar. The Holy Spirit is working to mature you. Las pruebas y el sufrimiento trabajan para hacerte madurar. Trials and suffering are working to make you mature. La palabra está trabajando para hacerte madurar. The word uh, of God is working to make you mature. Para hacerte madurar. To make you mature. Esa es la razón por la que los dones de todos nosotros dentro de... de pues por eso que por esta razón que hay dones en todos nosotros dentro de nuestra iglesia. That is the reason why there is gift in our church. Como dice, a fin de perfeccionar a los santos. To perfect the saints. Esta es la área en que el predicador se involucra a los santos, a perfeccionar a los santos, This el predicador. This is the area where the, where the preacher gets involved to perfect the saints. Es el área donde se usa la palabra para hacer llegar a la madurez. This is the area the, the, where the word is used to get to the mature stage. Eso es lo que recibimos de nuestro líder pastor todos los domingos. This is what we receive from Pastor Carlos every Sunday. Encontramos entonces tres características de perfección. So we find three characteristics Three characteristics of perfection. Vamos a ver cada una de ellas. El primero es el progreso de la perfección. The first is progress of perfection. El segundo es el propósito de la perfección. The second is purpose of perfection. Y el tercero es el poder de la perfección. The third is the power of perfection. Veamos la primera característica. Efesios 4, 11 y 12 nos dice, Él mismo constituyó a unos apóstoles, a otros profetas, a otros evangelistas, a otros pastores y maestros, a fin de perfeccionar a los santos para la obra del ministerio, para edificación del cuerpo de Cristo. 
So let's see the first, the progress of perfection. We go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12. It says, And he gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Veamos que aquí hay un progreso de la palabra perfección. Veamos cómo progresa la palabra perfección. So notice that here is, is progress and the word is perfect. El primer paso es que los hombres dotados equipen a los santos. So the first step is for the gifted men to equip the saints. Los, 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 los hombres dotados, los apóstoles, profetas, maestros, men. pastores, hombres men. dotados. The gifted men, the apostles, the prophets, the teachers. Equipan a los santos. Equip the saints. La palabra perfeccionar puede ser equipar o madurar. The word perfectionist could be equipped or mature. La palabra dice, ¿quién dio? Cristo es quien dio. So the word says, uh, in verse 11, who gave? Christ is the one who gave. ¿Y qué dio? Dio, dio apóstoles, profetas, evangelistas, pastores. What did he give? He gave apostles, he gave prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. ¿A quién dio? A la iglesia. To who? To the church. ¿Por qué razón? For what reason? Para perfeccionarla, para madurarla. To perfect it, to mature it. Y esa es la tarea que nos fue dada, que Dios nos dio a todos es hacer llegar a la madurez, a la plenitud, a que el individuo crezca completamente en Cristo y en la palabra. And that's the task that God has given us, so that he, we, could grow, we could grow and be mature in God's word. Hermanos, nunca debemos dejar de hacer esto. We, sh we should never stop doing this, brothers. We should always continue learning. Colosenses 1.28 nos dice a quien anunciamos y escuchen amonestando a todo hombre y enseñando a todo hombre en toda sabiduría a fin de presentar perfecto en Cristo Jesús a todo hombre so the book of Colossians tells us on chapter 1 verse 28 whom we preach warning every man and teaching every man in our wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus el objetivo es edificarlos para que ellos puedan ser maduros. No debemos olvidar eso. So the goal is to build them up so that they can be mature. Brother, we must never forget this. La pasión de nuestro líder pastor por edificar, edificar a todos nosotros. Hay varios ministerios, hay los grupos de vida en que está trabajando para edificar a la iglesia. The pastor has a, uh, a great passion in uh, helping us mature and also these, uh, the studies that we're doing at home. He's like, that's, that's where it starts as well. Hay siete, ocho grupos. There's seven, Cada uno groups. tiene varios miembros. Está creciendo la iglesia, está madurando. And that's how the church is maturing, by having these life groups. En Colosenses 4, Epáfaras dijo a, a, la, a la iglesia de Colosas, os saluda, es, esta, Pablo estaba, estaba mandando la carta a Colosas y, y, y en esa carta Epáfaras estaba mandando una, 
un mensaje de saludo a, a la iglesia de Colosas. Y dice, os saluda Éprafas, el cual es uno de vosotros, siervo de Cristo, siempre rogando encarecidamente por vosotros en sus oraciones. ¿Para qué oraba Éprafas? Para que estéis firmes, perfectos en todo lo que Dios quiere. En el libro de Colosas, capítulo 4, versículo 12, tenemos a Epaphras que está enviando un mensaje a la iglesia. Dice, Epaphras, greets you who is one of you, servant of Christ, always praying earnestly for you in his prayers. And why do you pray? That you may be firm, perfect, and complete in all that, in all that God wills. Es, esa es la razón por la que enseñamos la palabra de Dios. This is the reason why we teach God's word. El llamado a ser predicador, a ser pastor, no es una profesión. So the call is to preach, and this is not a profession. Es el llamado a una pasión para llevar a los santos a la madurez. This is the calling of passion, so you can send the saints to be more mature. A la perfección, a un, a un crecimiento espiritual maduro. To help the saints grow spiritually and be mature. ¿Cómo vamos a lograr esto? So how are we going to do that, church? Permítanme mostrarles lo que Pablo dijo. Let me, let me tell you what Paul says. En 2 de Timoteo 4 dijo, Te encarezco delante de Dios y del Señor Jesucristo, que juzgará a los vivos y a los muertos en, sus, en su manifestación y en su reino, que prediques la palabra, que instes a tiempo y fuera de tiempo, redaigüe, reprende, exhorta con toda paciencia y doctrina. So Paul tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse uh, Chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, Re reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Nuestra exhortación, hermanos, tiene que estar basada, edificada en la doctrina. So our exhortation must be built, must be built on doctrine. Debe haber una continua enseñanza de sana doctrina. There must be a continual teaching of sound doctrine. ¿Sabe qué, ¿Saben qué significa estas palabras de sana doctrina? Do you know what this means of the holy uh, doctrine? These words of the holy doctrine? Lee el texto. Read the text. Explica el texto. Explain the text. Aplica el texto. And apply the text. Lee el texto. Read the text. Explica el texto. Explain the text. Aplica el texto. And apply the text. Que la gente nunca será capaz de funcionar en base a principios que no conoce. People will never be able to function based on principles they don't know of. Es la palabra de Dios lo que hace madurar, cre it's, crecer. It's God's word that makes us mature and grow. La labor, la labor nunca va a estar completa mientras haya un individuo que se mantenga en una especie de in, in una especie de infancia espiritual. My work will never be complete as long as there is an individual who remains in spiritual infancy. Si algo me puede su suceder que, que sabemos que está bien, pues sería de acuerdo a los planes de Dios. If something were to happen to me which we know would be right because it would be according to God's plan. Oraré para que ustedes recuerden algunas de las cosas que han aprendido porque 
lo hemos repetido muchas veces. Nunca vamos a estar satisfechos con solo funcionar. We're never going to be satisfied just by working. Solo vamos a estar satisfechos con ganar personas y madurarlas. We can only be satisfied with winning people to Jesus and helping them mature. El trabajo es simple. The work is simple. Escuchen, hermanos. Listen, brothers. Equipen los santos para que puedan tomar el agua de vida y llevar a las personas que se están muriendo de sed. Equip the saints so that they can take the water of life and bring it to the people who are dying of thirst. La segunda característica. The second characteristic. El propósito de la perfección. Purpose of perfection. Vayamos a la segunda característica. Primero vimos el progreso de la perfección. Los hombres equipan a los santos por medio de sus dones. So first we saw the progress of perfection. Men equip the saints by their gift. El segundo punto. Los santos hacen la obra del ministerio. The saints do the work of the ministry. ¿Para qué? For what? Para perfeccionar a los santos para la obra del ministerio. To perfect the saints for the work of the ministry. Ese es el grupo de vidas. That's the life group. ¿Y para qué? ¿Para quién realizan este ministerio? For who are we doing this ministry? Los santos, muchas personas para los santos, por supuesto. For the saints, of course. Muchas personas piensan que el pastor es quien debe hacer todo. Eso no es lo que enseña la Biblia. That's not what the Bible tells us. El pastor se concentra en la palabra. Ellos, predicador y el pastor, perfeccionan a los santos. Y los santos trabajan de servirse unos a otros. The, the pastor concentrates on the word. They perfect the saints, and the saints do the work of serving one another. Todo cristiano debe ministrar espiritualmente. Every, every Christian should minister spiritually. Todos nosotros, todos los cristianos, tenemos un don espiritual. Cada creyente lo tiene. All of us have a spiritual gift. All believers have the spiritual gift. Hermano, hermana, cualquiera que sea tu don, úsalo. Brother, sister, whatever your gift is, use it. Dios nos ha dado un don. Eres un administrador de ese don. God has given us a gift. You are an administrator of this gift. Lo que quiere decir que no es de tu propiedad. What this means is that this gift is not your property. Solamente lo administras para Dios. You're only administering it for God. Y si tienes ese don, úsalo. Sé buen administrador. And if you have that gift, use it. Be a good administrator. En primera de Pedro 4.11 dice el Padre, si alguno habla, hable conforme a las palabras de Dios. Si alguno ministra, ministre conforme al poder de que Dios da, para que en todo sea Dios glorificado por Jesucristo, a quien pertenece la gloria y el imperio por los siglos de los siglos. Amén. So Peter, for, uh, Peter chapter 4, verse 11. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. 
Aquí nos está dando dos áreas donde hay dones. Los dones de hablar y los dones de ministrar. The gift of speaking and the gift of ministering. Si sabes cuáles son, úsalos. If you know what it is, use them. Si no sabes cuáles son tus dones, búscalos. Si los encuentras, úsalos. Todo cristiano tiene una tarea espiritual. Every Christian has a spiritual task. ¿Estás sirviendo, hermano o hermana? Are you serving, brother, sister? ¿Tienes, ¿Tienes un ministerio? Do you have a ministry? Sé buen administrador. Remember, be a good administrator. La tercera característica es el poder de la perfección. Hemos visto que la primera característica es el progreso de la perfección a los hombres con dotes equipan a los santos. So the first character, characteristic is progress of perfection. Gifted men equip the saints. Esta segunda que hemos visto es el propósito de la perfección. Los santos hacen la obra del ministerio. So the second characteristic is the purpose of perfection. The saints do the work of the ministry and the third y la tercera característica, el poder de la perfección, que es lo que sucede cuando el cuerpo se edifica. Al final, en el versículo 12, dice, para, que, para la edificación del cuerpo de Cristo. Cuando todos nosotros hacemos nuestra parte... La iglesia madura, todo el cuerpo madura. Cuando ministramos los unos a los otros, cuando nos servimos los unos a los otros, cuando usamos nuestros dones los unos a los otros, entonces todo el cuerpo crece, todo el cuerpo madura y la voluntad de Dios se cumple. So when we minister to one another, when we serve one another, and when you, we use our gifts with one another, the whole body grows and matures. Este es el progreso de la perfección. And this is the progress of perfection. Todos queremos una iglesia madura, ¿verdad? We all want a mature church, correct? Esto va a suceder si nosotros equipamos los santos y los santos hacen su ministerio. Entonces todo el cuerpo será edificado. This is, this is going to happen if we, y Cristo será visible. This will happen um, if we equip, equip the saints, right? We're going to demonstrate God's power, and then God will be visible to others. Este es el propósito, el propósito de la perfección, que no son solo propósitos, sino son resultados. So this is the progress of perfection. This is this is not only. Uh, This is not only a purpose, but it shows results. Porque hermanos, donde hay, donde hay propósitos divinos, también hay resultados divinos. Because where there is divine purposes, there is divine results. Lo que Dios quiere hacer, lo cumple. What God wants to do, he'll do it. El primer resultado del propósito está en el versículo dice, 13, donde dice, hasta que lleguemos a la unidad de la fe. So the first result of purpose is on uh, verse 13, where it says, until we all come to the unity of faith. La unidad de la fe. The unity of faith. 
Dios quiere una iglesia unida. Dios quiere una iglesia santa, madura, trabajadora, servidora y unida. God wants a united church. God wants a holy, mature, hard-working church. En anteriores reuniones de servicio he visto con mucha alegría cuando todos nos hemos tomado la mano y hemos visto un círculo inmenso aquí alrededor de la iglesia. Nos hemos unido un poco físicamente tocándonos las manos. Tenemos que unir nuestro corazón y nuestra mente. I seen at uh, at times during the end of service how we all here unite, right? And we all reunite in prayer. We touch our hands. We we gather around in a circle and touch our hands. He's like, that's what we need to do. We need to do it spiritually and mentally as well. Pablo dijo a los Corintios, ustedes son bebés carnales. ¿Acaso hay división? No hay división entre ustedes. So Paul tells the Corinthians, he said, you guys are carnal babies. Is there no division among you? Siempre que hay infancia hay división. As long as there is childhood, there's infancy in the church, there's going to be division. Siempre va a haber división donde no hay madurez. There's always going to be division where there's no maturity. Así que cuando maduramos a los santos, la unidad se manifiesta en el gozo de nosotros y el creyente para expresarnos al mundo. So when we mature the saints, unity arises that manifests itself in joyful believers and testimonies to the world. Efesios 14, 13 dice, hasta que todos lleguemos a la unidad de la fe y del conocimiento del Hijo de Dios, a un varón perfecto, a la medida, la estatura de la plenitud de Cristo. Efesios, uh, chapter 4, verse 13, tells us, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of knowledge of the Son of God, Unto a perfect man, unto the measures of the statures of the fullness of Christ. Como iglesia, no solo queremos llegar a la unidad de la fe, sino también al conocimiento del Hijo de Dios. We not only want the church to reach the unity of faith, but also to know the Son of God. Conocimiento del Hijo de Dios a un profundo con acercamiento y una experiencia personal. Have a profound knowledge, understanding of Christ. Y otro resultado es que nosotros seamos la imagen de Cristo. And the result will be that we will be the image of Christ. Que toda la imagen, que toda la iglesia pueda representar a la imagen del Cristo. Y cuando estemos afuera, la gente que vea en nosotros a Cristo. That the whole church can represent Christ, and the world will see us. When the, when the world sees, sees us, they see Christ. El versículo 15 de aquí de Efesios nos dice, sino que siendo la verdad, siguiendo la verdad en amor, crezcamos en todo en aquel que es la cabeza. Esto es Cristo. So verse 15 says, but following the truth and love, let us grow in everything, in him who is the head, that is Christ. Así que otro de los propósitos de la madurez es que nosotros podamos hablar, hablar la verdad con amor. So one of the purposes of maturity is that we may speak the truth in love, in a loving way. Observemos entonces el, el cuadro, el, la imagen de la, de la progresión de la iglesia. So let's look at the picture of the church progression. Hombres dotados equipan a los santos. So gifted men equip the saints. Los santos hacen la obra del ministerio. The saints do the work of the ministry. 
la iglesia se edifica. The church is edified. Y los resultados de un cuerpo que crece se manifiestan en la unidad, la profunda comunión con Cristo, ser a la semejanza de Cristo, el conocimiento de la sana doctrina y un evangelismo amoroso, preocupado por los perdidos del mundo. So the result of the growing body are manifested in unity, a deep communion with Christ, to be the likeness of Christ, the knowledge of sound doctrine, and loving evangelism concern for the lost of the world. Entonces, si nosotros estamos edificando la iglesia con Cristo a la manera que Él lo está haciendo, entonces Él será honrado. La palabra se va a cumplir y créanme, hermanos, conoceremos la plenitud, lo fructífero que Dios ha diseñado para que sea nuestra iglesia. So, if we have built the church with Christ the way He is, then He alone will be honored. The word, will be, the word will be fulfilled, and believe me, we will know the fullness, how fruitful God has designed the church to be. Amen. Can we stand on our feet, please? Vamos a orar. Estamos agradecidos, Padre, por tu palabra tan clara en esta mañana. We're grateful, Lord, for your uh, word this morning. Estamos muy alejados de la meta de la perfección y por tanto nos importa y nos preocupa. We are far away from the method of perfection. Dios ayúdanos junto con todos aquellos que enseñan y dirigen a todos los ancianos y líderes de la iglesia. Lord help us with everybody as well as uh, the elders of the church. Dios ayuda a cada uno de ellos a ser fiel a su alto llamado y equipar a los santos. Lord, help us to be faithful to you and equip us. Help us to get equipped. Señoras, que seamos discipuladores de hombres que puedan reproducir. Help us to be disciples of men so we Ay can reproduce. Ayúdanos también a ser reproductores. Te agradecemos porque en todo está Cristo. We thank you because in everything Christ is porque el poder es suyo y no hablamos de ninguna cosa de que Él no haya forjado. Oramos en su santo nombre. Amén. Tengan un buen día, están despedidos. Can we give our brother a hand again? Amen? Wow. I don't know about you, but I want a, I want a mature church. Uh, I don't want division. Uh, I should say, we don't want division. And I got to be honest, I think we have a, a pretty mature church. Because any spirit of division come up in here, uh, the spirit of God just kick it up out. You know what I mean? Amen? And uh, I, we, we serve God with gracious people who just say, hey, jump on board. Come on board. We, we, we need you. We don't want anyone to leave the church. We don't want no spirit, we, we don't, but we don't want the spirit of the enemy to come up in here. So, Pastor Pepe, thank you for that amazing message. One thing that I, that I want to remember here real quick, read the text. Explain the text. Thank you, AJ, and apply the text. Are you using your gift? And uh, if you can act, 
You can use your gift in a few hours. Because Pastor needs your help. Amen. Let's all let's let's give our, our brother a hand and make sure want Remember, be blessed. Um, we have our last life group this week. Can you can you believe that, church? We're already at our last life group. And I just want to say, just for me and my family, this is something that we were praying about. This is something that the staff was praying about. Nine weeks ago, ten weeks ago, if you have been faithful to one, I just want to say thank you. And hearing the testimonies of people like Nelson, and the list goes on and on of what God has been giving some of these leaders. I'm just blown away. Some people are coming to me and saying, Pastor, man, through the message, and when, Matt, when God spoke through Matt and Amanda, as they went deeper, we just, I'm just like, wow, God is edifying the church, and he's using you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And for the questions, who likes the questions every week? Yeah? A little convicting? Yeah? The questions have been good. Those leaders have been, I'm telling you, you guys are amazing. So be blessed. Veterans, remember, uh, today, free coffee, uh, free uh, uh, cinnamon roll. And uh, we just be blessed. Have a great day. We love you. Thank you.